If I could describe to give my life tour in one word, it would be vulnerability. Showing up for yourself is so important. Welcome to the Get My Life Tour. I'm your host, Lydia T. Blanco. Welcome to the Get My Life Tour. It is me, your host, Lydia T. Blanco, and I am super hype about this stop on the tour. It's the sixth episode. Shout out to you for paying attention to your push notification or whatever alert you got to listen to this new episode. And welcome to the Get My Life Tour. Is this, if this is your first time tuning in, I got so excited. I got a little tongue twisted. Okay, so let me tell y'all why I'm so excited today. I am so excited because this is the sixth stop on this tour. And I, I did a solo episode on the last stop. And I'm back again by myself because it is Labor Day weekend. And I wanted to be sure that you got what you needed while you're relaxing and as you choose how you are going to listen to this episode. Now, I tried to be all strategic as a new podcaster saying, wow, what if nobody tunes in because they're traveling, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, well, you know what? We ain't going to worry about that too much, okay? We got a lot to celebrate, and it's only the sixth stop on this tour. So welcome. This is a recap of the Get My Life Tour at this far, y'all. Like I said, we are six episodes in. You know, I started off welcoming you all to the Get My Life Tour. Then I came to stage, and then we talked about remaining whole in broken spaces and how to practice wellness in the workspace with Akila Kaday. Uh, you know, I went over how to get back to the dreams of your childhood. And I also had the amazing opportunity to speak with the co-founder and CEO of Miss Jessie's, Miko Branch. And last week, we really talked about authenticity, right? Putting authenticity into practice and being who you say you are at all times. Y'all, that is a lot. For six weeks. And I just want to give myself a little pat on the back. I'm going to let you hear it. Did you hear that? Okay, cool. I just wanted to give myself a little a pat on the back. But I also want to thank you so much for tuning in and for being on tour with me. You know, we buy tickets and subscribe and opt in into so much. And as I think about, you know what it is that I really want for people as they tune in every week. It is an opportunity for them to evolve. You know, I think evolution is so dope. And so is, you know, being vulnerable, showing up for yourself, taking center stage in your life. All of those things matter so much to me. And I imagine they mean a lot to you, too, as you tune in. So thank you, okay? So I just want to um, shout out everyone who has been tuning in. And I'm over here looking at my dashboard, and it is so dope. If you are in California, 
You know I got love for the best coast, a.k.a. the West Coast. Shout outs to y'all. Um, I have been able to see, you know, family and friends and supporters and listeners and dope people all alike in San Francisco, Oakland, San Bruno, South San Francisco, Sacramento, Burlingame, Richmond, San Jose, Daly City, you know, Santa Ana. Okay, look. Basically, I got the north, I got the east, I got the west with me. Okay. Um, that's a real west coast song. Like if you're from the bay, you know that song. If you were in high school during the hyphy movement, you know that song. Shout outs to southern in Northern California, you know, I'm from the Bay, that's Northern California all day, but shout outs to everyone in California who has been tuning in. Now, you know, I can't forget about my second home, which is the East Coast, okay? Shout outs to everyone listening in New York, in the DMV area, I got North Carolina in here, which is super exciting because I feel like North Carolina is one of the places that I really became a woman. Like I left the Bay Area as a little black girl from San Francisco. And I went to Bennett College and it was incredible. Okay. Black women are not a monolith. We know black people are not a monolith, but I really had my eyes open to that when I went to Bennett College. Okay. Fall 2008, I stepped on that campus. I was like, what is this? And it turned out to be magical. And I met so many beautiful women from different backgrounds. I mean, women who struggled similarly um, to me. Women who, you know, whose families had affiliations like Jack and Jill and everything in between. It was a beautiful experience. So shout outs to everyone in North Carolina, Texas, Georgia, Hawaii, um, Florida, D.C., Illinois, Massachusetts, Delaware. I said Massachusetts. Really, Lydia? Massachusetts. I really don't um, go to Massachusetts like that. So I apologize and I may sound ignorant, but you know what I'm saying? I butchered that a little bit, a lot of it. But for me, it's important that this stop on a tour to acknowledge people. You know how Beyonce is center stage and she sees that one person in the crowd? Now, I know I'm not Beyonce, okay? I'm Lydia. And... I just think that it's so important to acknowledge people along the way. I want to shout out to everyone who's listening to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, CastBox, Stitcher, and other platforms that I actually can't identify. But I do uh, want to shout out you all for listening, for tuning in. And you know what? I want to shout out to everyone in freaking Nigeria. Okay, I was in Nigeria, y'all. In February for Social Media Week Legos. I was there for a week. I met incredible people. I mean, I had the on the ground experience and I had this upper echelon experience, which was very interesting to have. And I had a great time. I ate the food, I danced, I laughed, I learned new dances. I spoke about, you know, building a bridge in between blacks in America and on the the continent and diaspora. It was dope. It was really a life-changing experience. So much unfolded right before my eyes, you know, 
And so many things happened spiritually. It was incredible. The the women who I was able to connect with on a continent. So shout outs to all y'all who are listening in Nigeria. That makes my heart smile. It really does. You know, and I just also have to say thank you to Dr. Akila Kaday and Miko Branch and everyone who has really pushed me out of my comfort zone to not be afraid of my voice. Akila Kaday is an incredible woman who, you know, is considered to be the Olivia Pope of diversity, inclusion, and belonging to Bay Area. And if you listen to that episode, you know that she is serious about making sure that wellness, in addition to the buzzwords like diversity and inclusion and all these other words, right, is a priority for self in that we can exercise that and demand that in the workplace. You know, on that stop of the tour where we talked about how to practice, you know, wellness in the workplace, she dropped so many gems and I really encourage you to go listen to it. You know, one of the things that she said that really resonated with me was Operation GTFO. Now, if you know your acronyms, you know that Operation GTO is Operation Get the F- Out. Okay? You can you can guess what the F is. But it is so important, you know, as I am on my Get My Life tour, I think about situations where I really need to GTFO and be on the go, right? Um, And so much of what she said is so applicable, right? It was applicable to my situation two years ago. It is applicable to a lot of the, you know, things that I'm working on now and doing now. So listen to that episode. I don't want to give away too many of the gems because I do want to encourage you to go back and listen if you haven't. Um, Akilah Gaday, dope. That's all I'm going to say. Listen to Remaining Whole and Broken Spaces, How to Practice Wellness in the Workplace. Now, on my first solo episode, episode, like I did, this sounds like Lydia coming to the stage, but remaining, no, getting back to the dreams of your childhood was, was a, it was the one for me, Okay. Getting back to the dreams of your childhood really put so many things back into perspective for me as I shared, you know, the importance of honoring the dreams of, you know, your younger self. I am like pulling up my notes right now and it's... It's tough, right? There's so much that comes against us. And it's, you know, so we all are becoming, right? And one of the things that I touched on was the beauty of growing up and experiencing life, right? I think that it's hard to talk about adulting but not talk about the dreams of your childhood. And I think that so many people focus on adulting because 
it is something that's easy to capitalize on, right? You think about the next bill, the next thing that you want to invest in, how you want to look in the next phase of your life where, you know, in a certain season, how you want to operate and attach finances to those things, right? Adulting is marketable, right? But someone telling you to think about who you've been called to be in, you know, reflect on how early you knew that in your life, getting back to your childhood years is not it's not easy it's not as easy of a sell right so i like to think that you know it's so much easier to discourage someone from what they've been called to do than it is to encourage them um and push them towards their greatness right on that stop of the tour getting back to the dreams of your childhood. I really explored what it takes to get back to the dreams um, of your younger self, overcome discouragement, and win. You know, that was a really intimate stop. It really took a lot for me to take center stage with that topic because I remember being a rambunctious child. I talked about being curious and inquisitive and funny and always wanting to, you know, be in everybody's faces like I still do, you know what I'm saying? But um, it was really personal for me because I wasn't sure how that was going to be received. And once I recorded it and edited it, I was like, okay, I'm gonna let that go. But it was really well received. So shout outs to everyone who was, um, you know, writing down the things that they once loved and they said that they wanted to set out to accomplish and are now thinking of ways and strategizing um, ways to get back to those original goals. You know, no one can tell you who you are, but I feel like people can really convince you to become something else just because if you grow up to be as powerful and influential and strong-willed as, you know, you've been called to be, then you may be competition for them, right? So... That was that episode. Um, I learned so much in the feedback that I received. A lot of people shared um, how they were discouraged. And shout out to those people too, right? Um, I just have to plug this really quickly. So the Give My Life Tour is most definitely a community, right? We are on tour. We are getting our lives. We are committing to ourselves. And we are showing up for ourselves in ways that we haven't practiced before, right? But to that point, there is a Facebook community that I started, and I would love for you to be a part of it. It is called the Get My Life Tour Backstage. So you know how you watch these documentaries or you get behind the scenes access or you see footage of people in their huddles. They're typically like eating, laughing, you know, the closest people or let's just say people in their tribes are backstage, right? Everyone doesn't get backstage access. So I wanted to create a space where you could huddle with people who you consider to be a part of your tribe and trust and can pray with and can receive affirmation and all of the encouragement you need before you take center stage. So if you type in the Get My Life Tour backstage, you can join our private community. Now, you got to answer a few questions, just a few. I'm not all in your business, but quality control is important. So join the Get My Life Tour backstage 
while I'm out here plugging social media, right? You might as well just follow the Get My Life Tour on Instagram at Get My Life Tour on Twitter because the Get My Life Tour was too long. And of course, we're on Facebook as well. And check out our website because ownership is important too, right? So visit the Get My Life Tour.com. Just a little social media plug, smack dab in the middle of this episode, right? As I recap, but that is important. I want to get to know y'all. I want to stay connected. So let's do that. Um, and if all else fails, follow me on social at Lydia T. Blanco. Okay, so let's get back to the Get My Life Tour, right? So after talking about, you know, getting back to the dreams of your childhood, I had this amazing opportunity to speak with Miko Branch. And, you know, one of the things that I've vowed to not making the Get My Life Tour about is celebrity status and clout and all of these other things. If you know me, I am super laid back and I value character over celebrity, right? I am in the media industry. I am a journalist. It's dope to have the access that I have and rub shoulders and connect with certain people. But it is also very important for me to protect my platform and set the standard, right? I think a lot of times people have access to opportunities and their intentions may not be, you know, what they ought to. And, you know, whatever it is that they're creating just may be vanity. Um, And that's, you know... Cool if that's for you, but I vowed to not make the Get My Life tour about that. This is a um, a space for us to commune, you know what I'm saying, and root for one another and show up for one another and take center stage ourselves while practicing vulnerability and everything else that comes with that. So, um, you know, as I work towards, you know, building or creating, right? A lifestyle that benefits me holistically, spiritually, financially, and whatever otherly that I could add. Um, protecting this space and making sure that quality control and character over celebrity is a priority is something that has been top of mind, right? So I had to kind of preface that with that because Miko Branch is dope. And In conversation with her, I really got the opportunity to know her the way that she wanted me to get to know her. And I really honor that, right? I'm not a journalist who listens to other people's interviews excessively or anything like that because I always want my style and my um, research and professionalism and craft to shape the experiences I have with um, people and the conversations that we have. But Miko Branch did an exceptional job at giving her all to you and to me. And I think that was so dope. I I have a great story. So her team reached out and I couldn't believe it. I was like, wait, what? You want me to talk to her? Okay, great, because she's dope, right? So when I put the Get My Life tour 
in front of her. I did not know if she was going to say, I am above this, or if she was going to be down. And she was down. She loved the fact that I was creating something of my own and she wanted to support me in this journey. So Miko Branch, thank you so much. I know I've already thanked you, but I want to thank you again because I find oftentimes that as much as people preach putting other people on, they have no intentions to root for others, show up for others, or truly put them on. So early on, Miko said yes. And that was a game changer for me because I don't have 10 million followers, a verified you know, account on any social platform. And while those things aren't, you know, hashtag goals for me, people look at that. You know, it, we live in a very social media driven, clout driven um, society. So her yes meant a lot to me because she doesn't know me from a hole in the wall, but she believed in me, what I'm doing, this get my life tour and the, the evolution of you all, which is so dope. So shout outs to Miko. Um, her episode was incredible. You know, it is so hard to bounce back from things in life oftentimes, but she spoke about, you know, having the courage to get back up, which is extremely important. Getting up after you fall can, you know, either be one of the most scariest or hardest things to recover from, or it's something that can give you perspective. And in my conversation with Miko, I really felt like it gave her so much perspective, right? Um, You know, I always think about how you look up when you fall. You can either look down or you look up or you look around, whatever, right? But I think in that moment after you recognize you fall and you look around, you can either, you know, freak out and stay there, be embarrassed and just not want to get up or you can look around you, see what you can lean on, you know, pry yourself up, look for support and keep it moving. And those are some of the things that she spoke about on her stop of the tour and, you know, her business lessons and things that she learned as an entrepreneur, things that she's learning every day, right? I um, really admire how candid she was here on the Get My Life Tour. And she really set the standard for people who come, you know, in the same way that Dr. Kaday did. You know, when I talk about the celebrity and character and things of that nature, you know, taking center stage is so big, right? There are people who perform all the time, who are on panels, who are keynote speakers, do TED Talks, X, Y, and Z. But there's something to be said about people who leave something on the stage. Um, And that is so um, one of the reasons why. That is so one of the reasons why, right? But that is really one of the reasons why I um, created the mic drop moment here on the Get My Life Tour. You know, I love that scene from Coming to America when Sexual Chocolate just drops the mic. Of course, in more present times, everyone had, you know, a moment when Obama was like, Obama out. Like, when he dropped that mic, I was like, you know what? You know what? We're not going to do this right now, but we are, but we're not, but we are, but we're not, but we are. 
So the mic drop moment here on the Get My Life Tour is that opportunity for people to leave it on the stage. And I always get excited for what people are going to to leave. All right. And on the last stop of the tour, I was here again in Harlem and I talked about authenticity and being who you say you are. And I was really surprised at how that resonated with so many people. I know that authenticity is something that is really a topic of discussion right now, but I really appreciated the points I was able to give out. And one that I think I missed was um, about being clear, right? I talked about how you need to be kind, even if you aren't friendly, right? Some people would just say that's how he or she is. And kindness is not, you know, a goal for a lot of people in their delivery or when they're doing business. But I talked about how, you know, when you show up, you got to be kind. I also talked about being unshakable. And I also wanted to talk more about clarity, but I didn't. And, you know, I'm going to just leave it at what it is, right? I'm not going to dig into it right here. But I have found that I am more at peace when I am who I say I am and when I show up being just Lydia, you know, I have to tell people all the time, either you're going to take it or you're going to leave it. And it was so cool that I was able to speak at Google last week. And it was an incredible opportunity to be in front of so many of, you know, my HBCU alumni and you know, friends and acquaintances and things of that nature and meet so many dope people. And one of the things um, that I consistently heard from people was, yo, I think you are so dope because you are so funny, but so smart. And you just don't mind being yourself. Like your energy is everything. And I was like, wow, really? Thank you. And I still mean that, like genuinely, thank you, right? I'm still coming to terms with the, the fact that I'm dope. Not because I wasn't dope before, but because it requires a certain level of confidence to own your dopeness and operate in that too. Showing up as who you are benefits everyone around you. You know, it's really exhausting putting on a front or, you know, just doing stuff to be doing it to please other people. Like, oh, it is so draining. I feel like it it makes your posture bad. Um, yeah, just exhausted and all these other things, right? But that was the last stop on the tour. And I know we are a little bit over than my typical episodes with myself. My solo episodes are typically like 15, 16 minutes, right? But I just really wanted to talk to y'all because I'm so grateful that you have signed up for this Get My Life Tour and you continue to come back. And I think it's also important to just have like con- candid conversation. You know, this was not scripted. Uh, I know I am having a lot of um, airy moments right now, but I think that it is extremely important to have candid conversations. Now, I know y'all ain't talking directly back to me in real time, but I really value just being able to sit down and talk to y'all and communicate with you on social It has been a really interesting process this far, and I am looking forward to the next stop on this tour. Now, I do want to plug the next stop on this tour, and I actually held it back 
because she is too good to be slept on, okay? I am going to be on tour with... Are you ready? Are you ready? Jasmine Marie, okay? Jasmine Marie is a breathwork specialist based in Atlanta, and I had the opportunity to go to Atlanta for this stop on the tour and explore what breathwork is and the importance of breathing. It is going to be mind-blowing. Yes, we are going to take some deep breaths. Yes, we are going to talk about the importance of healing and doing the work and taking a holistic approach to healing, right? So stay tuned for that. Uh, I want to just say one last thank you to everyone who is tuning in, everyone who has downloaded and subscribed, who has followed and liked. You know, we look at so many things and it's like, oh my gosh, do I keep going? Is this good? Is anyone listening? You know, I'm connected to so many people, but right now you are so important to this tour. You are so needed. You are appreciated and you're dope. Okay. So I have to go back and just shout out a few more listeners because I left them out. But if you are listening, I want you to continue to listen. So shout outs to everyone who is listening in Italy and Kenya. Y'all are so dope. It is mind blowing to know that I've been blessed to be heard around the world. And you know, looking at the data, you know, I've made $2 and some change, y'all. I told my sister, when I make a dollar, I'm finna have a party. But see, that'd be financially irresponsible. So we just gonna celebrate here right now. You know what I'm saying? So shout outs to my $2.14. I'm officially an entrepreneur in the podcasting space. <laughs> I'm kidding, but I'm not, but I am. But yeah, shout outs to everyone in Italy and Kenya. And, you know, I've been thinking about my mic drop moment and what it is that I really wanna be able to leave you with. And I want to say to you to be intentional about finding people in the crowd. I talked about that moment, you know, where Beyonce finds that one fan who may have gone all out, designed a T-shirt or made, you know, some iteration of her performance outfit the next day. But on a more personal level, I want to challenge you to... Find people in the crowd because there's someone who probably has been showing up for you and you haven't acknowledged them. There are people who are drawn to you because of the power you possess. And there are others who may just be watching you because they see you as competition, but that has nothing to do with you, right? So that is my mic drop moment. That was a mouthful, so I'm not going to be able to repeat it to you because I'm speaking from the heart right now. But find the people in the crowd and identify who they are and what they mean to you. Continue to show up for yourself. Continue to go hard and continue to tune in. Like I said, I'm so grateful for you. I'm practicing joy unconditional, and I'm so excited that you joined me on this stop of the tour. Thank you for being faithful to yourself. And as we are here on this Give My Life tour, thank you for taking us to the stage on this stop. 
Peace. Peace.